Hi, I'm Brian, and I love AMC Plus Christmas movies. I'm Dan, and I despise AMC Plus Christmas movies. I'm Alonzo, and Vince Vaughn has ruined Christmas again. And this <laughs> is the, the Deck, Deck the Hallmark, the Hallmark Podcast. Podcast. Deck the Hallmark, it's this podcast. Brandon and friends host this podcast. We hope you like this jolly podcast. Alonzo is out here acting like Fred Claus and Four Christmases aren't minted classics. <laughs> minted ex- classics. That is exactly how I'm acting. I think we all know how I feel about those movies. You, have you uh, seen Four Christmases? Yeah, I love Four Christmases. The, the nativity scene in the church in Four Christmases made my stomach hurt. I was laughing so hard. The rest of that movie have no tolerance for whatsoever. But that all- scene's great. The only thing I remember from Four Christmases in a positive way is uh, Katie Mixon. It was the first time I'd ever seen Katie Mixon in something. And then she was in Hell or High Water. And then she had her own ABC sitcom, American Housewife. Uh, I think she's hilarious. That Katie Mixon is, is great. And that, that movie uh, is garbage. And that's uh, this week's edition of uh, Alonzo. And the IMDb's. But also, Hell or High Water. No, no. Hell or High Water oh, is a great Amazing movie. movie. So good. Yeah. Like uh, Taylor Sheridan written, I can't remember the director, but really good. That's not a deep cut. No, no, it's just I appreciated oh, yeah. the Four Christmases to Hell or High Water to her own ABC sitcom. I'm pretty sure Katie Mixon was in a uh, a Danny McBride show or movie early on that I saw her in, but I could be wrong on that. Probably that rings a bell. Um, but now yeah. I'm looking. But no, she's. I think she's amazing. I can't wait to see what she does next. But uh, I hope. It does not have anything to do with Vince Vaughn or Christmas because yikes. I think I think you're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. Um, well, you put then also you know, Peter Billingsley's uh, name is on this too, and he's hit or miss. Yeah, that may mean something. Uh, yeah. Anybody see Couples Retreat? Anyone? Okay. No. I I did. I did um, see Couples yeah. Retreat. I actually. In my brief time writing reviews, I believe I wrote a review for uh, Couples Retreat. You can find that Ooh. out there on the internet somewhere. Who'd Just you write reviews for? Uh, it was a it was a Christian website. Yeah. Oh, did Google you tie Plus, Did baby. you tie in? Uh, God, I hope not. Uh, I certainly hope not. <laughs> uh, I, Man, I asked them to get come on, Sluice. Right come on, Sluice. Get on that. Mm. Couples Retreat. Daniel Thompson uh, review. That's got to come up, right? Well, while you're doing that, let me talk about Christmas with the Campbells in case those of you out there didn't watch it. Uh, It originally premiered on AMC Plus on December 2nd, 2022, and it went a little something like this. Uh, Jesse is a photographer, and uh, she's taking some family Christmas pictures. Her passion is photography, and her boyfriend's name is Sean. Sean could not be less supportive. Uh, she's completely oblivious to him being the absolute worst, and that makes it worse when he tries to break up with her while they're just walking around in a very magical Christmas light like village. It was very nice. If I was going to get broken up with, I wouldn't mind it being there because at the very least, I can keep looking at the Christmas lights. That's just a little insight into how my brain operates. Um, so uh, they they break up. But uh, he, she gets a call, 
um, from um, from his mom, and it's like, hey, you should still come and spend Christmas with us. Sean's not going to come. You should go ahead and come. So, um, so off off she goes, um, and so she goes, and it's and it's kind of weird. They're weird. Everybody's kind of weird, but I don't know if they're supposed to be. We're supposed. I don't know. So. Uh, one morning she sees a random dog, the dog's name, uh, the dog comes in and a guy named David is like, Oh, that's my dog. And he's their nephew. And he is also weird. And, uh, they hang out for the day. They have quite the time talking, looking at stuff. It's great. At dinner, the family discusses the wishing tree. This is a town tradition where a giant Christmas tree is hidden somewhere in the forest. And uh, they say, this is what the, the rumor has it, rumors, whatever the Alonzo song was, um, that if you go there, you make a wish. And as long as you don't tell anybody where the tree is, your wish will be granted. So uh, Jesse and David, they're really hitting it off. They even go to a dance together. Um, but when the family is playing Pictionary one night, Sean shows up and is shocked to see Jesse there. The family is shocked to see that Sean has showed up. Um, and so they talk and they agree that she can stay and that everything will be fine. Uh, David goes to uh, bring Jesse to the woods to take some pictures, um, but his dog runs off, and so they're trying to find the dog, and they end up finding the wishing tree, and obviously the dog shows up. It's classic dog magic Christmas. Um, Sean is, uh, they make wishes, and it's wonderful. Sean is talking to David, and is like, like, um, I'm thinking about uh, seeing if she wants to get back together. I've been, it's nice being back home. Maybe I'll come back home. Maybe we'll end up together. It'll be wonderful. And David's like, wow, oh, I was thinking about asking her to take some pictures for my brochure. And uh, Sean is like, no, nah, no, nah, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do that. Um, so Sean, it, it gets announced at the big uh, Christmas lights uh, what would you even call it? Reveal. They yeah, do a Christmas light, light show, show light every, show. every yeah, year. Of course. Um, that uh, Sean is going to be moving home to work with Dad, um, lying about taxes, and it's going to be great. And so Sean goes up and tells uh, and and tells Jesse, "Hey, uh, I would love to to for to be with you, and you're going to come back here, and we're going to be together." And he kisses her, and is like, "I want a future with you." Obviously, David sees this kiss and it's like I'm out of here right now and Jesse's like I need to think about this a little bit more the next morning Jesse who has thought about it a little bit more says I do not want to be with you I do not see a future with you this takes um, uh, Sean by quite quite surprised um, she finds quite surprised. by quite surprised um, so she uh, finds out that David's not going to be spending Christmas with them at all and so she decides that she's going to go back to the wishing tree to say hey I didn't tell anybody where you were and yet my wish is not coming true I guess that's just the way things go but obviously the dog comes running up and David also comes running up after the dog and uh, he, she tells him that he she did not kiss uh, a, a uh, Sean back and is like I don't want to be with him in fact I find myself falling in love with you and they both say hey guess what I wished for and yeah. then 
vice versa. And uh, they end up kissing. It's wonderful. Um, and then because I guess we 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 needed it, uh, Sean also gets a happy ending. Yeah. Uh, so that's good. And there's some uh, snowmobile riding to, to finish this whole thing off. And that, my friends, was Christmas, Christmas with the, the Campbells. We did. That's exactly and right. I got to be honest. It took the double deckers who are watching live, RamblingJamPlus.com, <laughs> uh, less than 10 seconds to find my review of couples. Is that ChristianAnswers.net? <laughs> I need to make a couple things clear because they've also said if you sur- if you click my name, you can see all the reviews I wrote for that site that apparently still have them up. Uh, and, and you need to know, one, <laughs> you need to hold nothing against me from when I was 25. ChristianAnswers.net. Second of all, you need to understand that I was required to write a about content issues in the movies right. and not just the movie itself. It's like oh, the like plugged in. Yeah, uh, but they gave me a lot more freedom than Focus on. The, I would never write for right. Focus on the Family. Even at 25, I wouldn't have. Uh, but I did say Couples Retreat. Unfortunately, between content issues and the fact that the movie just isn't that funny, Couples Retreat falls woefully short of what it could have been. Wow. So I do stand by most of that sentence. <laughs> How about that? Yes. How about that? I did it. What else did you review on ChristianAnswers.net? A lot. For two years while I was like, get like, just working like jobs that were kind of mindless. And during the middle of the night, I wrote like, I wrote for the, that website. That's true. Is ChristianAnswers.net still fighting the good fight? Apparently. They, they email me once a year or so and ask if I want to like come back and write reviews. And I'm like, no. Uh, I wrote a review for Avatar. Okay. Um, Inglorious Bastards, uh, Flight, Denzel Washington, which right. I talked with Alonzo about Content last weekend. issues. Um, like, I, I've written probably 40 or so. Okay. I don't know. Please don't waste your time. Please, no, guys, I, at home. I got my weekend long. No, 100% I everyone's wasting their time. I don't reading it at all. I can promise <laughs> you that right now. ChristianAnswers.net is going to be like, why do we get a weird <laughs> spike? <laughs> Only on Daniel Thompson That's reviews. Right. Daniel yeah. die? Why is yeah. everybody clicking on I will say I Why are it, so many people reading the couples retreat review? I gave, I gave it two out of five stars, which I think is a little high. Yeah, um, generous, yeah. So there's that. Fair. Mm. Uh, let's take a quick break. We'll talk about about how many stars we're giving this movie here on Tech the Hallmark. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome back. We're talking about Christmas with the Campbells, uh, a movie that I was aware of during the holiday season, and it was on my I'll get to it if I get to it list. Didn't get to it. Now we have gotten to it. I'm excited to talk about it. I'm going to go to you first, Alonzo. I know it was also on your I'll get to it if I get to it list. I don't think you got to it either. So I'm happy that we both did. I'm excited to hear your thoughts on this one. What do you think? Oh, boy. Great googly moogly. Um, <laughs> this movie is trying something. I'll, I'll give them that. Uh, basically what happened here is they've hired a Hallmark veteran director, uh, Claire Niederprum, whose work includes Christmas, Scavenger, Scavenger Hunt, among Hunt. others. Um, and they got uh, a script from uh, Barbara Kimlicka, who did, um, you know, Winter Castle. She's done a ton. Oh, a ton, a ton. Like, you know, absolutely knows, uh, you know, the the ins and outs of this genre backwards and forwards. Amazing winter romance. I know a favorite of y'all. Um, uh, a cheerful Christmas, another favorite of all of us. Um, and then basically Vince Vaughn and this guy Dan Lagana went in and wrote boobs every few pages. Um, and... I, 
it doesn't work. Like you, if you wanted to do a parody of these movies, you would need to go way further, I think. And you could do a parody of these movies, but no one has quite nailed that one yet. Um, and so what you have here is closer to, did y'all ever watch that lifetime movie that Will Ferrell and Kristen Wiig did? Yeah. I don't know. This is you're dead on here. I watched yeah. it. You're go ahead, finish. But yes, I did yeah. watch that. A deadly adoption yeah. with um, uh, what's her face from uh, uh, Christmas at Pemberley Manor. I think was the evil uh, Jessica uh, Loundes. Jessica Loundes, yes, is the as the surrogate wow. mom in that one. And there, the joke was we're going to do a lifetime movie that is as close to a lifetime movie as humanly possible. But the joke is that it's Will Ferrell and Kristen Wiig doing it with utter sincerity. Yeah, right. And it's it was a fun idea, but after about twenty minutes, you're like, okay, so this is this is just going to be a lifetime movie. Then, yeah, this movie is in a way like the platonic ideal of the Hallmark movie in terms of the plotting and the pacing and the characters and all that stuff. And then just every so often, like someone will talk dirty or someone or like the the parents will take drugs or something. But like, if you watch this movie with the sound off and no closed captions, you would never know that it wasn't just a Hallmark movie. So it's like, I don't know if it, they don't commit to the bit enough or they commit to the bit too hard, but the bit is just not yeah. worth having done. I, I have a feeling we're all going to be in that same uh, ballpark. <laughs> it was, uh, there There are parts of this that are very funny. And uh, I, I could, anytime Justin Long wants to do a Hallmark movie with his Southern accent, I would watch it. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of... It is hard because it's just all over the place and it switches up the tone left and right depending on what the scene is calling for. Like you have these scenes at the wishing tree that are straight out of, of the one Christmas movie that I really like that everybody else hated. Um, That's when it calls the heart wishing no, tree. No, 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 no. no, no when they the, go out the, into the forest and oh, there's the tree. Where the lady texts uh, the dead boyfriend who went out for ice. Oh, yeah, that Christmas promise. Christmas yeah, promise. That's a terrible movie. Um, but then, yeah, there's like... The the oh the over the top like uh, uh sexual conversations were just like weird for real really no reason like just like I don't know it really didn't seem to serve much of a purpose to me uh the parents having a drug problem I did find humorous <laughs> um but and it's just kind of the way that it is it's like yeah I'm gonna go uh, uh, do the do the uh the paint sniffing. I'll cut it off after it. And then that's just it. There's no real ramifications. It's just a funny ha-ha. Here it is. Um, so overall, uh, fine. Like it was a thing, and I think it was okay, but it isn't uh, checking all the boxes on what I think. I don't know what the perfect parody of these is. Because like even Christmas, uh, Christmas movie Christmas, like kind of lost its footing along the way a little bit too. It became so serious. It became serious, like yeah. a little too serious. So I don't know what the perfect one of these i don't know if it's possible um but I, this most certainly is not it um it's very funny alonzo that you mentioned a deadly adoption because i had written down uh casa de mi padre which was the mm -hmm. <laughs> uh will ferrell spanish language film where yeah, everyone in the movie, um, a lot of them are just white americans but they're acting in this telenovela and speaking full Spanish. And I felt like that movie for the first 10 or 15 minutes, everything they say is a stitch and it's really funny. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, there's nothing, nothing really there, under the hood. There's here. no next level. Yeah, this is it. And so 
it did make me appreciate Christmas movie Christmas that was on Up TV with Brent Darty mm-hmm. because that movie felt as though it was going somewhere and did it become sweet at the end? Yeah, but like that movie has more like genuine laughs than this movie does. And, and everybody in that movie was playing within the same guardrails. That's right. Where everyone in this movie is not. But it, mm. it did had the feeling that a lot of this stuff on paper worked in the writer's room really well. Like, they're sitting around and they can't stop laughing at George Went and what's the actress's name? Julia Duffy. I, uh, Julia Duffy. George Went and Julia Duffy discussing, like, and treating purple drink like uh, it's a wine, like a fine wine. Like, <laughs> I'm sure in the writer's room they were, like... Saying it out loud like, funny. Yeah, funny. The, but then you get it on screen and it just kind of sits there and you're like... I, I It was... It really felt as though everyone was at a different level. So, like, for as, as naughty as the movie wants to be... Naughty? Brittany Snow needs to be that nice. She needs to be that cheery and that, like, through the roof, over, over the top spoofy. And she's not. She's just kind of like, okay, well, that happened. They said that. Let's move along. And so... There's that we. It's like it's it's an untuned guitar that no one's quite where they need to be, <laughs> and it it just unfortunately, aside from a few zingers that did like provoke me to laughter. But the problem is, is you don't really have any weight what's in a movie like this because everything yeah. is designed as a skit. Like every scene is its own skit. Like you said, there's this huffing paint thing with George Went, and then it's like there's no like. They, and they Pay have off. people come home and decide whether to stay or leave. But it, it, the plot is just a lot of plots together so they can have one skit after another where they try to basically create a, a Vince Vaughn R-rated comedy on, on top of a Hallmark Christmas movie. And I, 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 was, I was just as bored as I am when you realize that you're watching a TV Christmas movie and you've seen it a thousand times and they're not going to deviate. I was just as bored because there wasn't anything that they were doing consistently and like leaning in and really making work for the full time. So really boring actually after a while. I, I ended up being more confused with Brittany Snow by the end of the movie because I still don't know like if she is like yeah. What was she playing? Like I, I think it's does she realize that he is the worst or not? But they like have, what is you know she gets sexually harassed in several scenes in this movie and it's like Either she has to be completely unaware, and that doesn't play well, or she has to know, and that doesn't play well. So they have her just kind of not react really at all to it. Um, And, like, Alex Moffat is great at being, like, a D-bag, and, like, he made a living on SNL doing it. And then Justin Long is really, like, He's the best part of the yeah, movie, so funny. but it it never really gets everyone on the same page, and, and it just kind of is the yeah. Like if she had been basically the the you know the uh, the Amy Adams character in Enchanted, mm-hmm. who like yes. operates as though she's in a Hallmark movie, but everybody else is in you know right the reality. And I, everybody's got one foot in and one foot. That's out right. And, yeah. yeah, I couldn't tell if that's what she was going for or not. So, uh, yeah, that's unfortunate. Uh, let's get to the feels. Any feels? <laughs> uh, a lot of board feels. I, I'm with Dan. It, 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 it's the kind of thing where, like, you you know they're going to absolutely follow the playbook, so you're just waiting for somebody to, like, talk about sex or drugs or something to kind of, like, zip things up a bit. But that's kind of all this movie sort of, you know, has in its, in its uh, quiver. I mean, uh, my feels were that I would have kind of liked to have seen 
an actual Hallmark movie with this cast. Yeah. You know, like if you had gotten, you know, somebody like Zach Hug or Julie Wolf, you know, writing a movie uh, that had a sense of humor to it, but that had one more than one joke to it, which was what if we did one of these movies, but occasionally spicy. I, I was I was I was making that movie in my head and, and during all the moments where I was bored out of my mind. Always great to see Julia Duffy, a big fan of hers all the way back to Newhart, obviously, and George Went is a legend. And, yeah, the three leads are are funny and, and capable of better work than what they're given to do here. Uh, during the movie, I did a deep dive on uh, Purple Drink, the Wikipedia. <laughs> um, a f- an interesting read. <laughs> so... There you go. Don't try this at home. Don't try it at home. That's my big takeaway. I ended up saying it in the hot take, but I do think the only one fully invested and understanding of what was going on here was Justin Long because Mm -hmm. he had like a a character he was playing. Right. Where everyone else was just like, let me hit these jokes. Even even those two, like Duffy and Went, who are pros, I felt like they even weren't really fully invested in what was going on here. So I did get a few chuckles out of uh, Justin Long in this movie, um, but that's that's really about it. Uh, let's take one more quick break. We'll come back at the Wait What and the... It's going to be a short episode. AM, <laughs> see what happens. I don't know. Here on Dead A lot of people like to make their purple drink with Sprite. With Sprite. Yeah, 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 of course. And that's Sprite and cough syrup? And co- yeah, cough, cough syrup. syrup. Yeah. It's got lime in. Yeah, and you put a little um, a Jolly Rancher at the bottom of it. At the bottom little, of it. A little, a little something. Yeah, this was all... all guys, I, I uh, heard of purple drink. I didn't really know what the... what the Sounds disgusting. Are. Does I, Martha I, Stewart have a recipe? Because I think she would really she nail would. the flavor profile. Yeah, I'm sure ele- she would. Elevate it at the very sure she would. Yeah. I'm sure she would. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> well, let's talk about this. The Wait What's, uh, as we talked about, might be tough. We'll see what happens. But everything is a joke. So how do you uh, handle this? Let's find out. Alonzo, any Wait What's? <laughs> yeah, I, there aren't any because I think, for, for one thing, the movie is plays it so safely that, I mean, it does mostly kind of make sense. Nobody does anything really ridiculous. The movie doesn't take any wild plot swings the way these films often will. But yeah, also the fact that it is all meant to be kind of parody negates the idea of things not making sense. So I, I mean, for me, the way, what is this entire production, yeah. you know, yeah. like I, I get the idea of like, what if we make a movie that looks, smells and sounds exactly like a Hallmark movie, but we make it R rated, but they do so so sporadically and in such a way that doesn't quite fit overall with the tone of it that I just I wondered at what point because, yeah, I could totally see where where, you know, like if, if you're you're you know, you take this this Hallmark trip and you're goofing around with it and having fun with it and thinking, oh, this is going to be hilarious. At what point during the production were they like looking at dailies or on the set or whatever and going, oh, this isn't we thought this would land better. It's not. All right, well, keep going. We got to we got to we got to finish this I, thing, you know. I, it strikes me as a movie that individual scenes, it depending on how they shot it, they could have finished the whole production and thought it was a banger. That like because mm-hmm. there's these individual moments that I think worked in the writers room and they think will work on screen and I think the problem is is it just 
they don't realize how flat the movie is by the time they get to the hometown. It's already flat. By the time they get to the hometown, it's already like, we're done. We're done with this. Make it funny. Like, make it actually funny, not just dirty. Like, make it funny, too. There's a reason that sketches are, like, that's right. minutes long. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, uh, okay, I, there are more laughs in that, actually, cut-for-time SNL Hallmark parody, the one with James yeah, Franco, correct. the, you know, Canadian handsome Chris Bearstick, than in this entire movie. Fair. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and, you know, occasionally SNL will try to make a sketch a movie, and, uh, you know... Every once in a while, those work, but most of the time, it's a disaster. So, like, yeah. I, you know, this is should be no different. Um. So, how much purple drink was Mom planning on drinking? Because <laughs> it's, a uh, it's a whole pitcher. Which one? And Aaron pointed this out, and I agree. Having a full pitcher sitting. Even if it's on a tray in the middle of your bed, you're asking for trouble. Mm. Uh, it's not something I would do. That seems reckless. I like to take precautions, like you know, putting liquids on a solid surface that doesn't shift. Yeah. Um, but Roll that's just the way that nearby. that's just the way that I live life. But I guess and 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 you're Why about do you need it there. Why can't you have it on the night? That's stand? what I'm saying. All I they, listen, you're this is reckless behavior. Yeah. You're about to drink a drink that literally the nickname is lean. And you're go- it gets you all tipsy turvesies, and and then next thing you know, there's you got cola everywhere. You got cola. <laughs> cola. You got cola. You got yeah, pop you know, everywhere. And, and you make a you make a picture like that. Grape soda is going flat. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, so yeah. Unless you're really unless you're entertaining, like you really don't. No, need there's it. no fizz left in that. It's stuff. a chance they had already had some. That's the only yeah. explanation. Yeah. It's the only explanation. Um, sh- this photographer um, takes pictures of all sorts of things. People scenery etc the one thing she doesn't take a picture of even just for her own personal collection is the wishing tree which i found to be such an interesting choice i know the whole thing is you're not supposed to tell anybody your your wish doesn't come true but just hold that puppy back 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 just for yourself you got a tree in the middle of the forest decorated to the nines for christmas you take a picture of that sucker you gotta you gotta my one of the few times i did laugh in this movie was seeing the wishing tree. I did find that that that's funny. That's funny. I don't care what anybody says. That place is a secret. It's decorated completely fully. It was great. My last one is all throughout this movie, uh, Dad is like got a handful of lights like in his hand. He's untangling them, um, and just like I gotta get get this done. We got the big show. The random untangling of random lights. Uh, with no like real plan will never produce the show that we saw that is not a show that is just all like well i just throw those just throw them anywhere it'll all shake out in the end when it's all timed it'll be great christmas light uh uh, uh, nerds are like starting in march and being like i'm gonna put this here 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 it's like very elaborate it's not like i'm just throw it anywhere it doesn't matter where's the computer that he is using yeah it doesn't matter nothing nothing matters and i get it it's all a joke don't even Email me. Email Brian at Brian at DeckTheHomer.com. <laughs> you don't get humor. <laughs> you don't get the joke. <laughs> 
Go ahead. Bro. Why didn't you like the Flash? Uh, you just didn't understand the multiverse. <laughs> um, those are Alonzo's emails, by the way. We're not getting those emails. Those are just uh, the DC people who got at you. DC people oh, mad at you? Uh, the DC fans are so lovely. Uh, nothing but just supportive and caring. <laughs> really, the top notch. You know, see, just like this movie, that also is a bit. Um, <laughs> Uh, I had one. Did the Rock um, email you. The Rock email you. Uh, I had one, and the the one that I had is is that the uh, Alex Moffat's character loves to play Monopoly, or as he calls it, Anopoly. <laughs> I guess they don't have the rights to say Monopoly. No, I don't know. It made me laugh. What, what, yeah, I know it did. Monopoly. But, uh, my problem is is that we see over the course of, I believe, an hour, two people go bankrupt and two people play until one of them wins. And I am sorry. I don't care how much of a spoof it is. Monopoly takes years to play a game. <laughs> you, you're not showing up when it's already dark outside and getting a game no. of Monopoly in before no. the sun rises. That's a whole winter like, break like, situation. Yeah, try Look, we had a marathon, and uh, Alonzo was there. We didn't finish a game Alonzo's of Alonzo's still mad we didn't the finish that game. Four people played to <laughs> one winner. you all in the of my head. Yeah, no, I was coming back. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the, the idea that four people played to a full-fitting conclusion of a game of Monopoly is not was not possible and not spoofable no it's a no for me uh it's time for uh amc what happens okay Uh, we're still working on it uh so we talk about any questions that we still have alonzo what are you still wondering about uh well first of all where did jesse and sean live in the first place because i assumed it was new york but then he said he was going to new york for a job interview and i'm like oh then then where are you now? Yeah, it like, did look like New York. So that was that's that's that was the big question that I had. Um, and then also, like, are we meant to understand that he wanted to marry Jesse, but was clearly planning to cheat on her with the baker? <laughs> and now that he's gonna maybe marry the baker, who's he gonna cheat on her with? Yeah, yeah, that's so, fair. That's mm. fair. Um. One of the things that I that did make me laugh in this movie is when uh, Sean gets home, he like is talking to his dad. He's like, "You you gotta um, you know do do the nut like run the numbers." And he like winks at his dad. I'm like, "That's fun. That's interesting." And then by the end, he's like. They're making an announcement. We cook the books for everybody in this town. We cheat on taxes, all this stuff. I want it. This can't last forever. This can't last forever. And bringing Sean on, he's a little bit of a loose cannon. I I imagine that this is all going to come down to a crashing halt at some point. Everybody in the town is going to be up the creek without a paddle. I hate to see that. But how long does it last before before he goofs it all up? That's what I want to know. Dano? Um, I want to know very little more about (laughs) any character in this movie i do my question after watching this was can this be done well like i I know that sounds like a dumb question but like that's a great question can a a spoof of tv christmas movies that is like like purposefully r-rated like be done like excellently because if you told me vince vaughn was doing this and helping write it i would say that that's as good a chance as any and and the cast is great in this movie and it still is really really bad i just feel like it the it's almost like tv christmas movies are so ripe for parody that that they can't be parody i i, I like i don't know I mean, maybe it's I, just me 
I think there's a way to do it, but I don't think making them dirty is the way to do yeah. it. There, there was one a couple of years ago that tried this. You all, I think, had the director on the show, uh, and I've forgotten yeah. the name of it now. I was just thinking about um, this. Yeah. I totally forgot about that one. Yeah, It was a very, very low-budget movie. But, like, you know, when you think about airplane which i think is sort of the the kind of ultimate example police of like, squad you, naked gun yeah, all those yeah all the zaz stuff you know where they where you take a genre and so i you know i think the key here is not to make it like not to to inject the real world of relationships and sexuality into it but to just be in a very straight faced way take it to the limits like that's the joke the joke isn't like you know in in airplane the joke is that you have you know these sort of stone-faced non-funny guys of yesteryear like leslie nielsen and robert stack and and you know peter graves just taking the the inherent tropes and plot elements of a disaster movie just pushing them into the realm of absurdity and i think you could absolutely do that these tropes are so strict in these movies that you could push them I think just not push them into the easy joke, R-rated, ha-ha, we're going to have sex because they never have sex in these movies place. But but another extreme, and I, I think it could be done. I just think the, the, the methodology here is all wrong. Uh, Robert Stack, a distant cousin of mine, so my grandma told me. Wow. Oh. How about that? So, you know, Holly and the Hot Chocolate did it almost It's close. Hall of the Holly. Hall of the Holly. Hall of the Holly is a like a excellent spoof of Hallmark movies that has its cake and eats it too. But sure. to, to your points, like I remember crying, laughing, watching Leslie Nielsen be so serious in these movies. Yeah. And I think for me, Brittany snow, like being more of a, like, like of, of a Hallmark actor would have really mm-hmm. helped here um, because she is very talented. And in this movie, yeah. I felt like she didn't know what to do. Um, so I mean, there's a- I, I, I think with a better script, you could, there are Hallmark people that we know that we've yeah. seen that we know, understand how these movies work, but they understand them to the extent that they could also goof on them with a straight face brilliantly, you mm-hmm. know? And, and I think that's how you would have to do this movie. You would have to get these talented actors who, who can can embody these movies and completely sell you on these movies, but who you know in their heart of hearts understand That's right. what these movies are and what the limitations of these movies are and could have fun with that. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Man, we did. Um, we did do it. Hard, hard-hitting discussion. Up next, we got Your Christmas or Mine over on Prime. Oh. Excited to dive into this one. Excited to dive in. Heard good things. It's almost Christmas in July. We're almost to the end of this. <sighs> no, it's just beginning. It's just beginning. It's just beginning. It never ends, it Daniel. Never, it never ends. Never. All right. Until next time, I'm the first to wish you a Merry Christmas. Deck the Hallmarks of Bramble Jam podcast is produced by Aaron Shea. What? For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. For more information on the Deck the Hallmark family, you can go to bramblejamplus.com. Deck the Hallmark is presented by Philo TV. For a free trial of Philo, go to philo.tv slash DTH. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here in the old studio. Thanks for listening or don't listen. It's really up to you at this point. It's at the end of the show. I mean, you're listening to me. Hi. But here they come. I promise they're coming. Yep. Here they are. Happy day.